Hi there and welcome to episode 49 of the Writing Guy podcast. I'm Scott Keyes of the Writing Guy, helping professionals to find their voice, write human and change the world with their words. If you don't mind, I'm going to continue with um, the, this beautiful poem uh, of T.S. Eliot's Ash Wednesday, given that we are now into the second day of Lent and I still haven't decided uh, what, if anything, I'm going to give up for Lent. I, I guess I'd better get going. I mean, I'm uh, just a slight aside. Um, I'm tempted to give up dairy uh, for Lent, which would be a big thing for me because I love my cheese, I love my chocolate, I love my butter, I and mean, I love all things dairy. So uh, I think I'm uh, I'm grappling with this this um, existential decision about around Lent. Anyway. Enough, enough of me. Uh, let's get on with Thomas, Thomas Stearns Eliot, uh, section two of Ash Wednesday. Um, and uh, maybe after I've, after I've read it, I'll just share with you my thoughts of what I think it's, it's about, because it's quite cryptic. Uh, but the language alone, I think, is very beautiful. Lady... Three white leopards sat under a juniper tree in the cool of the day, having fed to satiety on my legs, my heart, my liver, and that which had been contained in the hollow round of my skull. And God said, Shall these bones live? Shall these bones live? And that which had been contained in the bones, which were already dry, said, chirping, Because of the goodness of this lady, and because of her loveliness, and because she honours the Virgin in meditation, we shine with brightness. And I, who am here dissembled, proffer my deeds to oblivion, and my love to the posterity of the desert, and the fruit of the good. It is this which recovers my guts, the strings of my eyes, and the indigestible portions which the leopards reject. The lady is withdrawn in a white gown, to contemplation in a white gown. Let the whiteness of bones atone to forgetfulness. There is no life in them. As I am forgotten, and would be forgotten, so I would forget, thus devoted, concentrated in purpose. And God said, prophesy to the wind, to the wind only, for only the wind will listen. And the bones sang, chirping with the burden of the grasshopper, saying, Lady of silences, calm and distressed, torn and most whole, rose of memory, rose of forgetfulness, exhausted and life-giving, worried, reposeful, the single rose is now the garden where all loves end, terminate torment of love unsatisfied, the greater torment of love satisfied, end of the endless, journey to no end, conclusion of all that is inconclusible, speech without word and word of no speech, grace to the mother, for the garden where all love ends. Under a juniper tree the bones sang, scattered and shining, we are glad to be scattered, we did little good to each other, under a tree in the cool of the day, 
with the blessing of sand. Forgetting themselves and each other, united in the quiet of the desert. This is the land which ye shall divide by lot, and neither division nor unity matters. This is the land we have our inheritance. So, I mean, apart from, uh, I think, some very beautiful language, what what is that about? Obviously, there's the theme of whiteness in there, uh, which I guess means purity. Um, and we know already that T.S. Eliot was very much on a, he was in a tussle between the sort of the impoverished reality of modern life and the purity and simplicity, I guess, of, of the spirit, of spiritual life. And what came across to me in that middle passage, uh, where he quotes the, the bones uh, talking, beginning lady of silence is calm and distress, and it's the, the binary duality opposition of calm and distress, torn and most whole, rose of memory, rose of forgetfulness. What comes to me, I mean, I could be completely off about this, he's, he's almost trying to describe um, transcendence and infinity. That, you know, the life of the spirit and the spirit itself is, is without beginning and without end. And maybe that's what he's trying to convey. Um, and that picks up on the theme of whiteness, which is purity and, and can't be bounded. Uh, that that's what comes to me anyway. He's, you know, where where real physical sort of you know the life of the senses is bounded by what we can see and touch and uh, smell and hear, the life of the spirit is infinite and boundless, and knows neither end nor beginning. That that's what comes through for me. But I could be completely wrong. But anyway, I hope you. Whatever you, I hope you took something from that. Uh, whatever it was, I, you know, uh, I hope that was of interest. So that's, um, I don't know what the bottom line is from uh, this episode 49, to be honest with you. Um, T.S. Eliot is a cryptic, uh, but very beautiful writer. Uh, but anyway, I hope you got something from that little reading. And I'll see you tomorrow for, wow, episode 50. Cheers now. Bye.